It's time for good health, an opportunity to hear from our local healthcare community about the most current medical topics and how they relate to your healthy lifestyle. Good health is brought to you by Good Shepherd Healthcare System. Now let's welcome our host, Caitlin Kozad. Good morning and welcome to Good Health Live, brought to you by Good Shepherd Healthcare System. I'm Caitlin Kozad, the host for Good Health, and this morning I have the privilege of introducing you to Liz Marvin. She's our new executive director at the Good Shepherd Community Health Foundation. Our foundation is a grassroots philanthropic organization that's dedicated to making Northeast Oregon region a healthier, safer, and happier, ever more stimulating place to live and raise our families. So Liz has been with us just a few weeks now, and we are very excited to have her as part of the Good Shepherd family. Liz, thank you for being with us today. Good morning. Thank (laughs) you for having me. So many of our local community know you, Liz, or have at least heard of your name because of so much of your involvement in our community over the years. But for those of us that do not know about you, tell us a little about yourself. Well, I grew up in western Montana in the Flathead Valley, and those that have uh, visited there or been there, they know what a beautiful place that is. Um, I'm married. My husband, Zeno, is um, the general manager at Hendon Construction, and then I have two grown boys, Sage and Thayer, and we've been here for about 25 years, a little over 25 years. Excellent. Uh, Yes, so you've lived here 25 years, a long time. Um, What are some of the organizations and events you have been part of, and why are your connections and relationships you've built over the years so important to what you're doing now with our foundation? Well, when we moved here, one of my goals was to get involved in the community. Um, Having two sons in elementary school, it was easy, really easy, to find avenues of involvement uh, at that time. And Hermiston is just the type of community that... If you are a contributor and a worker, uh, that you might have a, just might find yourself with a seat at the table. And when you make friends, mm-hmm. um, I have found over the years that my friends have been the ones that have brought me into various organizations. Absolutely. So as um, we were raising the boys, uh, they were involved in Boy Scouts, and I became an assistant scout master. And then I worked for the Chamber of Commerce as the membership director, and that was a, I used to tease that that was the best volunteer job that I ever had. (laughs) It was just, it was an awful lot of fun. Um, I served on the Project College Bound um, committee, and then I worked my way into a job there, and then became the school to career coordinator uh, at the high school. And um, it's just given me a great opportunity to have shared history with our community members, and then this shared history is nice to have in your pocket when you become involved in new areas. Volunteering in the community is a great way to meet people, build relationships, and serve each other. And I didn't mention Festival of Trees. Yes. So I've been involved. (laughs) um, That was another friend that brought me into Festival of Trees, and um, friends are great that way. Absolutely. I think it's a testament to the relationships you've built. Absolutely. Um, So you worked 15 years with the Hermiston School District supporting our youth. Uh, Maybe you could tell us about that experience and the positive impact you've had on the future of our students. I am very proud of all the students that I've worked with over the years. Um, When I first started, I thought it was my job to determine the student's future. And I soon realized that what they thought they were going to do while they were in high school may not be the direction that they ended up going. 
And I learned after talking to students that felt like somehow they had disappointed me or they just started avoiding me in the grocery store, (laughs) (laughs) Um, that it wasn't up to me to decide what they should do for a career. Um, So I could give them input, but we all have our own paths and we need to cultivate interests and skills as well as be purposeful with our time so that we can serve others. And when you do those things, you end up really where you should. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I understand that many of those students you have helped um, may have been the first to attend college in their families. Yep, yep, yes, absolutely. And it's it was, you know, there are avenues to volunteer, Mm -hmm. uh, to be this voice that I was uh, Mm -hmm. at the high school, Um, but it's really nice to have a voice that isn't their parent, um, Mm -hmm. giving them encouragement Mm -hmm. um, as to their next steps after high school. Well said. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, So let's talk about All Things Foundation now. Okay. Um, To start, what is the mission of our foundation? Our, the mission of our foundation is to enhance the quality of life and general health of residents living in West Umatilla and Morrow County communities. Yes, very Mm -hmm. important. Um, You know, that is our our primary and secondary service area for the hospital, and it's a lot of folks. Um, So tell us about the history of Good Shepherd Community Health Foundation and how much it has grown over the years. The foundation was formed in 1985, and it really was formed because the hospital um, had a need for a giving arm Mm -hmm. um, of the hospital. Mm -hmm. And the foundation gives grants and scholarships. It's grown tremendously Mm -hmm. um, over the last, um, since 1985, Mm -hmm. 35-ish years. My Mm -hmm. math, don't make me do math on on live radio here. Um, Yes. uh, But it it has grown, Mm -hmm. and we've had fantastic foundation directors. Um, Kelly Sanders Mm -hmm. laid the the foundation for the foundation, Mm -hmm. and then Bob Green Mm -hmm. did a fabulous job developing different programs and avenues for people to give. Mm -hmm. And it's wonderful because it goes back into the community. Mm -hmm. So you give to the foundation, and then it is gifted back out into the community in the form of either a scholarship or in the form of a grant. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it's, it just circles back around. Yes. And it's such a great group of people. So tell us who makes up the foundation board. Can any community member with an interest request to be a part of the board? Uh, we have a variety of community members. So we have business owners, graphic designer, managers, physical therapists, retired professionals. Um, do you want names? I can name names. <laughs> do it. Okay. I think you should. Okay. Uh, um, we're very thankful because I, we, we need a, a board and we need a functioning board mm-hmm. like what we have to be a strong foundation. Yes. Um, on our board are Amanda Carnine, Dave Ego, uh, Bill Elfering, Dean Fialka, Manuel Gutierrez, Mike Madsen, Angela Purcell, Julie Pusey, LaDonna Quimps, Margaret Saylor, and Tom Wamsley. Excellent. Yep. And all share the same passion. For yep. helping our community, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep, they all give of themselves. And and as far as your question, can anyone be on the board? Um, absolutely. Uh, we don't seem to have a very high turnover, though. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. interesting. We are in the process because we have a board vacancy because I was on the board, mm-hmm. and now I'm no longer on the board um, in that capacity. 
Um, but we're looking at the list, and we've had some folks on that list for over 10 years yes. of, of, you know, potential candidates. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, if you are interested in being on the board, please give me a call at the foundation office. Excellent. Okay. So, um, tell us about the current officers of the foundation and the positions that they hold. Okay. Well, we have Mike Henderson, uh, who is our president and, um, they, all our folks are, are wonderful folks. Mm-hmm. I, um, they're, they're, um, they put a lot of time and thought into their service on the board, mm-hmm. but Mike is our president. Um, Cindy, Cindy Middleton is our vice president and she was woman of the year last year. Excellent. So, um, mm-hmm. and then Lisa Middlesdorf is our treasurer and Lisa comes to us from, um, Boardman from the Port of Moro. So we really try to have representation yes. um, across our service area. Absolutely. Um, what are some of the major accomplishments our foundation has achieved over the years? Um, well, the Health Foundation uses interest accrued from our endow- endowments and donations received from direct appeal campaigns and fundraisers to fund projects in keeping with our mission. So that being said, um, over the past five years, we have given $763,804 in grants to a variety of nonprofits. Wow. And so I always think it's amazing how many different things we have funded over the years. And that's just mm-hmm. the last, that's only the last five years. Mm-hmm. We are well over a million dollars investing mm-hmm. back into our community. And, and I think that we as residents of this area are hard-pressed to find areas that haven't been funded or touched by the foundation. I mean, just even like simple things, the arch over um, Oxbow, Mm -hmm. the entrance that the foundation contributed to that. The foundation didn't, that wasn't all the foundation, but but we had a helping hand in that. And the things from Agape House mm-hmm. and the um, food pantry, mm-hmm. um, Martha's House, Made to Thrive, mm-hmm. could go Little League, yes. could go on and on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Funland. Funland, absolutely. <laughs> well, is it still, is it called Funland mm-hmm. still? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep, it sure is. Yes. Um, so many things. And it's, it's just wonderful to see. And um, I wondered if you could talk about the scholarships and the grants throughout the year. Um, tell us about each of these opportunities and when community members should plan to be a part of them. We just closed, uh, we call them the spring grants, although they're normally due uh, in the winter. But we just closed the grants and the scholarships, the 28th of February. Um, that was the due date uh, for the first round of grants. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will meet next week for grants and decide, and then it'll go in front of the board and mm-hmm. uh, be voted on, and then we will let the folks know. Um, but it's pretty exciting. We received about 14 grants this time, so that's pretty right. that's pretty exciting. And then scholarships, they closed on the 28th mm-hmm. of February as well. They are medical scholarships, but we do offer scholarships to high school students, mm-hmm. uh, to college students, as well as employees of the um, hospital. Yes. And so those are three different categories that we are able. And last year, we gave away 31 scholarships in the amount of about $71,000. And wow. so that's, that's a lot of money back in. We're investing, mm-hmm. you know, in our future, in, in our 
uh, future for these uh, medical professionals that yes. we hope that we'll come back and do great Absolutely. things in our community. Absolutely. And then, I didn't say, yes. the next grant round is uh, due July 31st. And so if you are a nonprofit mm-hmm. and you meet our mission statement, please consider uh, um, turning in a grant application uh, for our, our review. Absolutely. Good. And so uh, also donations. Donations are a huge part of the success of the foundation in supporting our community. So how does a community member make a donation? Well, our webmaster has made it very easy <laughs> for that to happen. If you, um, I tend to be a Googler, mm-hmm. and if you just Google Good Shepherd Community Health Foundation Hermiston, kind of a mouthful, mm-hmm. uh, donation it will take you to our the hospital's webpage or if you did good shepherd hermiston you'd get there too yes in the ribbon up on the right uh there's the word foundation click Mm -hmm. on it and then there you will find it in in the drop down under awards good excellent and what other services does the foundation provide to our community oh my it's just there there are several um and there's some um, I, this, the car donation, we have a car donation and that, that helps us, but it's also, um, on the environmentally conscious vein as well. So to clean up, if you have a car that it may be running or it may not be running, Mm -hmm. but you can donate it to the foundation and we have an organization that we work with Mm -hmm. and then we get a donation from that. And it's, it's a win-win because they come and take your car away that you no longer have a need for and we get a donation. What a nice deal. And so they just call, right? Mm -hmm. They just call. Just call Mm -hmm. the foundation office. Mm -hmm. And if you just call the main switchboard Mm -hmm. um, there at the hospital and ask to be transferred to the foundation office, that Mm -hmm. they will send you my way and I can visit with you about it. But but we also have some other things that have been developed. We have memorial benches. Mm -hmm. You see the benches there on the hospital campus. And if you have lost a loved one Mm -hmm. and you would like to... um, have a memorial in their name. Yes. Uh, we have the memorial benches, and then we also have honor trees. Mm-hmm. And the honor trees have the plaques. If you walk the the pathway there, you will see mm-hmm. the the different plaques. Um, we have a bottle drop account, and if you don't like to, you know, take those b- bottles and feed them in one at a time, <laughs> we can give you a bag and make it easy for you. Um, we have planned giving. Uh, we also have um, an avenue if you are in agriculture to donate a commodity, and um, and that the planned giving and the commodity donation those are both um, tax benefits uh, to the yes. givers. Um, and then of course the car donation. I mean it could be as well. Mm-hmm. Um, then we you could donate for scholarships. We've had retired nurses and retired doctors over the years uh, create a, we've created a scholarship in their name mm-hmm. and um, they've given to the foundation. Um, and then of course we have the golf tournament and we have Festival of Trees. Yes. 
Which anybody can participate in. Yes, absolutely. As long as there's space available. Yes, <laughs> yep, absolutely. And I did not um, mention Doctor's Day, but I think we're going to talk yes. about that. Yes, Doctor's Day is coming up on March um, 30th uh, of this year, which is uh, just ahead at the end of the month. So um, what can our community do to recognize Good Shepherd's Amazing Doctors? Well, I am going to go off our great brochure mm-hmm. that we have and um, tell you what it says on there because mm-hmm. it's said so well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, join us by recognizing these truly outstanding professionals. Let an exceptional healthcare provider know how much you appreciate them by making a donation to the Health Foundation in their honor. And in return, when you do that, uh, each physician you honor will receive a certificate in appreciation acknowledging your gratitude. It's pretty easy. Yes. Um, so when you think about it, each day uh, we watch doctors make crucial decisions that save lives and help patients through the most difficult circumstances in a very compassionate way. Mm-hmm. Um, and Doctor's Day is a national day on March 30th. And it's our opportunity to touch the lives of special doctors by thanking them for making a difference in, in, your, in your life. And all donations are tax deductible, and donations uh, received will benefit our local students that are seeking those medical scholarships and health-related grants given to our local community. Yes, and I know many of them very much appreciate it. It's very special to them to receive that. Um, and so we would absolutely c- encourage the community to participate in this. If there is a doctor that you just know and love and, and would love to recognize, don't hesitate to call the foundation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can make that happen. And then those that uh, have uh, given before, they uh, will expect some a mailing. So we will uh, send out a mailer, and then also on our website, we'll have the, cl- the Donate Now yes. um, flyer will mm-hmm. go up for Doctor's Day. Yes. Visit the website. <laughs> so um, what are some of the events that the foundation holds annually? Can you tell us about some of those? Absolutely. So on June 10th, we have the Scramble for Scholarships. Um, it was pretty exciting in uh, 2021 the golf tournament uh, raised over $35,000 for medical scholarships. So we are looking yes. forward to another mm-hmm. um, another year like that. It's always a record every year. It, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it, I think it's just, I mean, it's a testament to our community. Mm-hmm. Our community gives and gives. And yeah. they're not only giving to the foundation. They when When you look at the number of events that we have in our community and the amount of money that is raised by each one of those events, it's pretty, just, just pretty incredible. It is. So we like to support our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the, the golf tournament is out at Big River and it should be an awful lot of fun. It's a Friday mm-hmm. and we are just starting to plan it now. Yes. And I think there's a cap, right? Is it a hundred and 25 golfers, we can't it, go above that. It is. They wouldn't is. have anywhere to golf. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's right. But it's always a great turnout and, and really fun. So, um, and, and kudos to Big River because they do a, a phenomenal oh, job hosting for us. So. Fantastic. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes. And then the other um, big event that we are um, a participant in is Festival of Trees. Mm-hmm. So several years ago, we partnered with the Kiwanis Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, to do Festival of Trees. And this year, put it on your calendar, it's December 3rd, and 
Um, Friday, we set up. Saturday, we have a lovely auction, and people are able to see the trees and then come home with either a large tree or a small tree or some other kind of lovely Christmas decoration, whether it's a wreath or a um, stocking, um, or it might be a big basket of different treasures. But it is a fantastic event. And this year, we were able uh, to raise just over $50,000 for that. And we were pretty happy because with COVID, we ended up doing a hybrid event. So it was a little bit different Mm -hmm. and being so unknown. Mm -hmm. um, We were very uh, pleased and grateful uh, with the community support. With I that. know. It takes so much for the team to put on those events. It does. And, and it can always be a challenge when we have the pandemic. Yeah, it, <laughs> you know? absolutely. And you guys did a great job. And um, will there be a, a family? There will. I'm so glad that you. Too. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Yes. Um, we hope that, um, that, and we're going to just charge ahead like there will be mm-hmm. um, a family day. Unfortunately, this year, having that hybrid event, mm-hmm. we weren't able to do the family day. Mm-hmm. But um, Saturday night, we have the auction. And then Sunday, we have family day. We partner with the Seroptimus Club. And they come in and they do all kinds of just great kid-centered activities. Fun. Whether it's... Um, bubble bubble art or spin art or getting their <laughs> nails painted or a tattoo or writing a letter to Santa or decorating a cookie or uh-huh. all kinds of things. And then also the dance studio comes in and then other local talent um, has different performances throughout the day. And so it really draws a crowd and that runs from 12 to 4. Um, always family day is... Um, Oh, I say always, but this year we didn't, we weren't able to do always, mm-hmm. but um, right. it follows on that Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a, it's really a great event. And those Seroptimus ladies are, they're troopers. Wow. It sounds like so many come together to make that happen. It, Love it. It really, it takes, it really takes a lot of volunteers mm-hmm. and they aren't, and we pull a lot of volunteers from the community. They aren't necessarily, you know, part of uh, Kiwanis or part of Seroptimist or part of the foundation board. I, it's just such a great event and it's been around for so long mm-hmm. that, you know, people are familiar with it and they just love it. And it seems to be the kickoff of the holiday season. It so, yeah. yeah. So people like to be involved with it. Well, looking forward to that as well. Um, So let's talk a little bit about your goals as the director of the foundation. And what are some of the foundation's future plans? Well, my my goal right now, because this is, I'm in my third week here, so. (laughs) Challenge accepted. (laughs) Um, My goal is to continue to educate, inform, and collaborate with the community as to the role of the foundation in our region. Um, the foundation has increased the livability in western Umatilla County and Morrow County in a multitude of ways. Mm-hmm. The nonprofit organizations that have benefited from health-related awards given by the foundation for the last fiscal year include the Boardman Rural Fire Protection City of Irrigan uh, for lighting, uh, domestic violence, uh, Hermiston Community Garden, and if you don't have a garden spot, a, a place to grow a garden, you can do that there. Mm-hmm. It's it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Hermiston Kiwanis Foundation, Lions Club, it just 
we I know we already talked about mm-hmm. um, who we've given to, but it just it, I think it's good to get the word out there so so people know and know to apply for the grants mm-hmm. as well because yes. we want to give grants we want to invest back in our community mm-hmm. what we are given mm-hmm. we we want to serve and we want to pay it forward yes well said mm-hmm. get those deadlines on your calendar that's right <laughs> yep. all right well anything else you would like to share with our community today liz i just i think that we live in an amazing community and i know when we moved here Of course, it helped that we had two small boys and we moved into a neighborhood that had kids Mm -hmm. in the neighborhood, but we were definitely embraced and um, didn't really have a choice, it felt like, to whether or not we were going to be part of this friend group, which was a wonderful (laughs) friend group, (laughs) But, but we just... We need to remember with our community growing to make sure that we continue to be that welcoming community because I think that's part of the recipe that makes Hermiston such a nice place to live, to, that we're welcoming and accepting and inclusive and, and all those kind of a melting pot. Well said. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Well, it's time to wrap up Good Health today. I want to thank Liz for taking the time away from her important work to share all of this with us today. Again, Liz, um, we are just so happy to have you a part of the team and the Good Shepherd family. So welcome, officially, even though you're three weeks in. Thank you, Caitlin. (laughs) Everyone has made me feel very welcome at the hospital. It's just, it was very nice. Good. We're very lucky to have you. Um, You can always contact our foundation at any time, uh, 541-667. 3419 um, and visit our website. It's www.gshealth.org. You can also visit our Facebook page. And of course, the foundation has a Facebook page as well. So be sure to like um, the foundation on Facebook and, and Instagram. Follow them so that you can keep up to date on all the latest and greatest. So this is Good Health Live brought to you by Good Shepherd Healthcare System in the KOHU studio. Thank you for joining us and be well.